Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, really good to be with you. And we have uh, some interesting things to talk to you about today here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And of course, uh, that means I'm not going solo. That means the Doug part of the Doug and Dave is going to be here. And, uh, you know, Doug is, if, if you're new, he's a former combat veteran marine uh, contractor and also former DHS officer. He's kind of seen it all from different sides of things. And we're going to get into a few things here today. We have a statement here from the Doug and Dave Intel Report on the Common Sense Show about the Paul Pelosi thing. New things have come to light, and we're going to put it to dead to bed I should say here in this show we're not going to talk about it again unless something dramatic uh, is revealed beyond what we already know so we'll talk about that we're also going to talk about uh, what we do know is uh, Russia is accusing the Brits uh, of the pipeline we're going to get into that but we're going to spend a lot of time on psychological warfare because it really is neutering this country big time and keeping our country from uh, rising up in the face of life-threatening issues. So that's the menu before we join Doug here. I need to go in and tell, tell you about what's new. I did a video yesterday, and I said there's a perfect trifecta going on. And I'm not going to go through it all, but I'm just going to say this administration, the ruling party, has masterfully manipulated things like the railroad strike, running out of diesel. It's all going to happen, and there's a bunch of things going to happen right after the election within 10 days, and all hell could break loose and nothing could be moving. And by the way, if diesel doesn't move, you don't get gas to your pump. You don't get your antibiotics. You don't get anything. So what I'm telling you right now is you got a short window right now to get your storable food. And uh, in fact, actually, too, I'm going to throw in you need, because we're going to have grid down scenarios in much of the country this winter with rationing. And if they shut off the the power for very long you're going to be scavenging for water so you're going to need a filter so you need food you need water filtration and you absolutely need to do this now while you can still get it now with mps they haven't raised prices they have no scandal unlike some of our competitors they uh, are on the up and up they they haven't raised prices and they have a special 250 dollars off the 12-week special and if you can order two years i recommend that and you will save if you order in three-month increments to 250 all the way through. Restaurant quality, 2,000 calories per day. Like I said, 25-year shelf life. It's a good deal. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com, and I would do it post-haste. The other thing with the water filter, the Alexa Pure Pro water filter, uh, they too have not raised prices. They too have a special and they also publish the research about how much more effective they are than the competition. And I would highly recommend that you get a filter for each member of your family because volume will be a concern. Go to waterwithdave.com. So the food is preparewithdave.com or you could say foodwithdave.com. Either one will get you the order. And then waterwithdave.com. Uh, very quickly here, Noble Gold. Uh, you better brace for the collapse of the dollar. So uh, Noble Gold will diversify you, will spread you out, so you'll take minimal hits as opposed to having all your eggs in one basket. The banks are in trouble, folks, and Noble Gold is here to help. 
and noble gold is also going right into silver because that's the mineral of the new green deal and even though i'm hopeful we can get this bull crap stopped right now there's money to be made in silver because it's underproduced and it's underpriced so they're really on top of things noble gold can be reached at 877-646-5347 and i must mention because the ftc um Congress is allowed to engage in insider trading. Oh, wrong wrong warning, sorry. Uh, hyperbole over. Uh, past earnings are not representative of future earnings, and every investment carries an inherent risk. There's the FTC. We need one on Congress, too, don't you think? So anyway, 877-646-5347 for Noble Gold. And one more item. If you're going to suffer, let's suffer in comfort. The good people with uh, Mike Lindell at MyPillow, they have everything half off, two for one, and sometimes even 80% off. All you have to do is go to mystore.com, put in Hodges, and you'll see what's there. And get your slippers, get your sheets, get your pillow casings, get your mattress, even get your doggy bed. It's all right there, and it's at a great discount for our audience. Mystore.com, Hodges is the key. These people bring us the Common Sense Show. And my pillow is not necessary for survival, but it feels good to feel good. The rest of them, I'm telling you folks, if you don't do this, we'll all live to regret the day that we didn't. So, Paul dug in here, and we have uh, an interesting show for you. And boy, I, I, I'm thinking today, I'm out swimming today, okay, trying to get some exercise. While I'm swimming, the mind wanders sometimes, and I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did we get here? Did you ever think you'd be dealing with this bull crap before? We used to think Watergate was a big deal. And now we have stuff that makes Watergate look like recess. We are in deep, deep doo-doo. Uh, but we are going to start off with a disclaimer here about Pelosi. Um, Doug and I are in total agreement about how to deal with this. Doug, I'll just throw it to you. What do you think we should do with the Paul Pelosi case and the fact that he knew his assailant, said his name on the 911 tape, and called him a friend after he said he didn't know him? Well, Dave, it's great being on with you tonight. Listen, um, to deal with the Pelosi situation, um, not to spread hype, fame, yep. uh, or defamation, we're going to show that we are better people than them and just not deal with it. Exactly. Um, yep. Their internal problems are their internal problems. Listen, this entire family is a reprobate. This entire family uh, is a corrupt mafioso-style family. Uh, this was a, I, I personally want to say, a inside hit on Paul Pelosi for his behavior. Um, that's my personal feeling. Um, everything that's happened about you know this situation and him being brutally beaten, well, you know, they can deal with it. It's it's not on my purview. Exactly. It's not on Dave's purview. Exactly. It, it doesn't it doesn't help doesn't help spread the intelligence report, uh, and it is uh, distracting from what we need to really pay attention to. Yeah. I totally agree. That's that's kind of. Hey, look, I, really I wish the guy a speedy recovery, but whatever's going on in that situation with the contradictory information coming out on the 911 tape, the bottom line is I could care less. I chastise people for speculating 
before the 911 tape came out. I mean, Ocasio-Cortez called us white nationalists fueling this. She's a racist. She needs to be removed from power. Biden didn't hesitate without any facts to uh, besmirch the conservative Christians in this country. Said we were responsible for this. Okay, look it. You Democrats deal with your own BS. We're not going to play your game. I hope Paul Pelosi recovers because we don't wish ill for any human being except for their demise from power. But except for that, folks, I could care less. I could care less about who did what what to who. Don't care. One other thing is that this just shows um, the Democratic Party is imploding. It's imploding on itself. Um, Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I I think as Christians, one of the most important things we should be doing right now is praying against the workings of the Democratic Party. Amen. And letting God... Uh, letting God fulfill what he said he was as a vengeful God. Uh, and if you don't know this, you know, our God is not just a God of peace, but he's also a God of war and a God of vengeance. So all the uh, storehouses worth of wrath that the Democratic parties have been heaping in the barns, let it all come back out to them. You know, that's that's the way I say it. Let God handle them, and uh, we just stand in awe at his mighty work. Um, that's that's what I pray. I hope that's what happens. But you know, I I think that's the approach is to just you know let them let them implode, let them have their own internal fightings. You know, all of us within the conservative movement, it is the entire conservative movement that's under attack. All right, the rhinos included. Everybody that is a conservative is under attack right now, and we are we are seeing the elements of a hybrid war and we'll talk about hybrid war here in a little bit because we need to address what uh, the Ruski said about the Brits but everything that's happening right now I believe is biblically meant to be happening Um, there's not going to be any changing for the outcomes I think we are just seeing prophecy being fulfilled and I'll tell you Dave honestly I think this is one of the main beginnings of the separation of the country of the left and right, I think we're, I think we're going to have a, um, a true capability of having a um, a split and divided country, not just um, theoretically anymore, but practically. Yeah, I agree. Um, I came out a few days ago, and I said that uh, if the red states were smart, they would already be going towards alternative economies. And and uh, and beginning to separate. In fact, I even called on the governors to defy Biden and begin to produce natural yep. gas and oil. Uh, it's time. Bi- Biden's on a one-man mission to destroy this country, and he needs to be opposed on this behavior. This is not. This is not even civil disobedience, Doug. Uh, it's about survival of America and its people. The UK officials, and this was played on Fox a couple of days ago. They said that the UK is going to see at least 10,000 people freeze to death this winter. It's going to be no different in this country after mid-November in places like uh, Upper Peninsula in Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, New England. We're going to see the same behaviors here, and Biden will not lift a finger to help him. So screw him. You people in control like Abbott, you need to wake the hell up 
and you need to start producing oil and dare Biden to do something. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it is it is up to the states at this point. You know, it's up to the states. I, I wish Ted Cruz would come on back home so we can have a talk about this. Ted Cruz is part of the problem. Yeah, he, I know, he, he's part of the problem. That, that, I almost said a bad word, but that guy supports the Journalism Competition and Protection Act, which puts everybody out of business but mainstream media and big tech. Hey, man, this is a this is another one of uh, our paper tigers, all right? This is a guy who wants to get up there, and, um, you know, he wants it. He, he, needs to, he needs to decide which side of the road he's going to stand on. You know what I mean? He was for red flag laws. Yeah. He, he called uh, the January 6th uh, prisoners terrorists. So, you know, Ted Cruz, you need to decide which side of the road you're going to be on. Um, because you're going to be left behind by your constituents. And as, as a fellow Texan, uh, I would have to say that uh, Ted Cruz can kiss my ass for everything he has said and done against the people of Texas. And Greg Abbott right there along with him. You know, if you are not for us, you're against us. That's just the way it is. We cannot – who is going to rule 50 states that are crumbling? Who's going to rule a nation that is decomposing? No one. No one. And we are going to be fighting over the scraps this winter. I'm reading uh, article after article, Dave, of the uh, chemical companies and the, uh, and the gas companies who are saying that they are actually going to be holding restrictions um, of where they release diesel in the United States. That means certain areas of the United States – that has the most traffic is going to get the most fuel. It's called blue, How it's about called blue, blue states is what it'll end up being. Can you believe that? Yeah. All we got to do is just go and turn the faucet on, and then the oil is going to pour right out. I mean, we have we have so much oil in Louisiana and Texas, out where you're at in Arizona. We got oil up in uh, uh, Canada that they want to sell us. We got oil for. You know, probably centuries alone just in Alaska. But yet we're going to pay other countries, other countries, Dave, that want to see the demise of America. We're going to pay them premium at inflation rate cost for their oil. And by the way, go ahead and tax on the amount of embargo tax, uh, the the amount of fuel that's going to cost us to go and pick up the fuel, we have to spend our fuel to go pick up the fuel, man. So this is a uh, we're, we're treading in water, and you know the waves are pushing us out further and further into the ocean. We're no longer in the shallows where we may survive. This this country will die before January if we don't have a method of of getting uh, the produce of oil. It's just, that's what's going to happen. I don't disagree. I don't... Planes, trains, automobiles. Planes, trains, automobiles. They don't run off of nuclear energy. They don't run off of freaking solar energy. You know, there's a few things that can run off of hydrogen, and those cars are about the size of a Prius. But it's it's diesel. Diesel runs everything. We got nuclear power plants. We've got natural gas power plants. They're they're turning half of those off in the country. 
everything is going to freaking uh, this new Green Deal style energy. Like up here in Texas where I'm at, we have all these godforsaken windmills scattered throughout the land. And uh, what was it? Last winter, when everything froze up, guess what didn't spin? The windmills. So go ahead and rely on, on this free energy. Go ahead and rely on it. The sustained energy. It sustains their pockets. It ain't free for us. Hey, let me tell you something. You know how on YouTube and a bunch of other channels on TV they talk about uh, going solar and that the government will actually pay it, uh, pay for the installation, pay for the panels, and then they'll even pay you money um, for your tax returns. So I looked into that because, hey, who doesn't want free stuff, right? So I called the company. The number that's on the commercial. You know what that guy told me? Well, you're going to have to take a loan that is going to be a substantial loan close to a mortgage just to get. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we're, we're, we're in the 40s and 50,000s, close to 60,000s before we were done with everything. And I said, now, thank you for walking me through the process, but... On the commercials, it says that all of this was supposed to be free, and my government was paying for it. And he said, I know. I get 20 phone calls a day, and I explain the same thing to everybody every day. It's not free, and it's a lie. Pretty amazing, isn't it? It's pretty amazing. No free energy, kids. Sorry. No, you're absolutely right. No free energy. But you have to understand, too, let's stick to Biden for a second. His mission is to take away all usable energy and shove us into a facade of solar uh, and wind and nonsense. I, I, I go further with that. I agree with you, but I go further than that. His mission is to take away all aspects of freedom. You, you can't do what you want if the lights aren't on. If it, Man, if solar power was that great, everybody would have it and nobody would be on the grid. Uh-huh. But they can't make money that way and they can't control you that way. Look at look at the new washer and dryers. Uh, my wife and my and my sister-in-law earlier today were actually joking around about this and I caught them caught them talking about it and it's in they're right. Uh, the new dishwashers take almost 3 hours to wash the dishes. What? And use almost yeah, and they use almost three times the amount of freaking of energy and water. Back in the day, forty five minutes to an hour, dishes are washed. Now, just to test this theory, I went and put some dishes in my dishwasher, which is new. Uh, I installed it several months ago, and so I'm, I'm just playing around with all the commands. And typically, I just put everything on like a rush wash. Uh, but I went through the full cycle. It was three hours to wash the dishes. And I said, I'll be damned. It really is three hours. Pastor Langford was right. So nothing that we're doing now is efficient. And I think Biden's goal is to take away the efficiency uh, of everyday Americans, you know, starting with the truckers. And I'm a huge fan of truckers. Um, you know, I mean, because that's where we get all of our stuff from, right? Uh, but you know, our ability to, 
to be self-sustained, self-reliant, he's taken that option away from us. So you know what the only option that's going to be left is? Reliant upon him. Well, that's, and substantial death, a, too. Don't forget, substantial death. We're looking, at, we're looking at famine. We are looking at famine. Mm-hmm. When, when you look at, okay, railroad. And Doug, you know, I, I'm going to stick my chest out here. And I told people this and I got criticized. September 15th, Biden announces the railroad strike has been averted. And I, I knew that was bull crap. I announced it and people jumped on me. And how did I know? Because people with the railroad were telling me they didn't settle with us. They settled with the ancillary companies that are connected to the railroad, but they're not the workers. And I went and researched, and according to the Department of Transportation, 62% of all food and agriculture are transported by rail. And right now, Biden is delaying the permission for the railroad workers to go on strike until after the election. And then you've also got the diesel running out about the 10th of November, right after the election. These are famine-producing events, Doug. Yep, and uh, you know, I mean, we can we can keep going down this side uh, aisle. You know, as soon as uh, as soon as the fuel's not there and the trucks aren't running, the food won't be there. And then the food rots will be there, and then here comes Red Cross and the National Guard and Joe Biden with all the answers and the Salvation Army. And they'll be passing out your one ration that you'll get a day for your family. You know. Um, oh, by the way, you have to take the COVID shot if you want to get that ration, right? Yeah. Have you noticed uh, that Pfizer is sponsoring everything from athletic events to movies? And have you noticed that? Yep, absolutely is. Yeah. Boy, they're going big time advertising. And it's, hey, the new booster's available. Well, you know what? I've read the report. It's less effective than the original that didn't work at all. So here's no thank here's you. something here's something that's that's very conflicting that I'm getting really sick and tired of of reading every day. Today's news, get the shot. Tomorrow's news, look at how bad the shot is. Yeah. The next day's news, oh, the shot can save you from one ailment, and then the following day's news. The shot can kill you in every other way imaginable and then, you know, give cancer to your grandkids, right? You know, what's the right one? Because I see Fox News covering them both. Both. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had I had uh, two different articles, and this was a couple days ago, Dave. On, on like a Tuesday, it was talking about the effectiveness of the shot. And on the Wednesday... Fox News is talking about how deadly the shot is. I'm like, you guys need to make up your mind. And, and once again, I think this comes down to the consolidation of powers. I think this is one reason why um, Fox News is going to be consolidated. They're going to take away the option for you to be able to read stuff like that. Well, that's what the JCPA, the Journalism Competition Protection Act, is all about. It allows antitrust exemption for two things. One, they can price fix for advertising. That's a big deal, but not the biggest deal. The biggest deal is they can collude between big tech and media. They can collude on who gets censored off the Internet. Yeah. Like they get to make the decisions. Total fascist. Absolute Marxist fascist policy. And Ted Cruz and John Kennedy from Louisiana are in support of it. Mm-hmm. 
Total Rhinos, Mitch McConnell's in support of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nate, I, I, once again, we could probably name like five, maybe ten. I don't even know if there's ten Republicans that are worth a damn. You know, we uh, we got to do better as a nation. And I don't know. People are so um, people are so afflicted, Dave, when it comes to votes. They don't want to vote, and when they do, they think their vote means nothing. And then when the people they vote for don't do what they say and start um, aligning themselves with the enemy, because that is what the left is. They are the enemy of America and Americans, period. That's exactly right. Uh, when we vote these people into power, and then we can't call them out of that power, and now they're changing laws, making laws more restrict. They're giving uh, uh, federal entities uh, Gestapo-like capabilities. What are we, we the people, to do about it? Because what I just said puts me in the same target line as a heretic according to this government. Because I said we the people and what are we the people going to do about it? I didn't say go to war. I didn't say rise up and revolt against the government. I always refer to Let's try and do this as diplomatically as possible because the other extreme of this is all-out civil war. And when they start to lose, which they will, because the military is not going to fight on their side, I don't believe law enforcement is going to fight on their side, and you're going to have a couple idiots here and there that will align themselves for a while. But I think the worst-case scenario is that I would not doubt one second for the leftists to drop a neutron bomb onto a freaking city or release chemical and biological weapons on a populace to gain the upper hand. I would not put it past them. These are the same bastards who are okay with killing children. What do you think they'll do to the adults? They already want to approve assistant suicide. Buddy, they'll help you. They'll drop some sarin gas on you. I don't think they have to do it. They've let in so many terrorists with open borders. They've got the troops to do it without implicating themselves. Well, you know, now we're talking about hybrid warfare. All right. So I want to get into an article that was uh, that was actually wrote on Epoch Times uh, by a guy named Casey Fleming. Now, Casey Fleming is the CEO of business warfare and counterintelligence companies uh, like Black Ops Pow uh, Partners. And in this article, he was talking about hybrid warfare. Now, I want to read to you the quotes, and then I want to get into the, the direct meaning and application of hybrid warfare. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think about this because you've been in hybrid warfare for a couple years now. You just don't know it yet. All right, so Fleming says that we are rewiring the brain, and it's called psychological warfare or cognitive warfare, which is the new term, and it all falls underneath hybrid warfare, and that's really to control the minds and the souls of the audience or the population. So it's basically rewiring the brain, and it's accelerated and exasperated by social media. You, you are in a World War III today. It's called hybrid warfare. We're not aware of it. We don't understand it. But hybrid warfare, you are in. You've been in it. 
and it's peaking and it's maturing at this point. Eventually, it'll go to a conventional warfare at some point, and we may be several years away from that, but understand that our enemy has declared us their enemy. And so, therefore, they are our enemy, and we are in a hybrid warfare. You need to understand it. Um, I want to talk about the hybrid warfare. So hybrid warfare, it's not conventional all-out warfare where we're dropping bombs on people and, and we're crossing the Maginot line. Hybrid warfare, off of the social media standards, is what happened whenever Putin invaded into Ukraine. We got all the banks to destabilize Russia. We got food processors and manufacturers not to send food and batteries and weapons and ammunition or buy such weapons, ammunition, food from Russia. That is hybrid warfare. We didn't even have to go over there, and we almost destroyed the country, which then led him to continue a further assault into Ukraine, which then only helps bolster the West's attack against Russia. We forced his hand after we forced his hand. Hybrid warfare is the ability, Dave, for me to go on a social media, and through social media, I can communicate through terrorist cell groups, military and paramilitary groups. I can pass information. I can gain information and intelligence. I can use direct uh, targeted attacks, DDoS attacks, uh, by hacking through back doors and communication channels. Therefore, I could completely manipulate the social media infrastructure to find your personal information. And then from there, through cyber attacks, I can completely destroy a company, a government, all through social media, right? Stealing identities, destroying the infrastructure of the individual person, and then weakening their resolve. You can have assassinations of low-level government officials, or you can cause mass disturbance or disruptance within a country by social media by spreading rumors, propaganda, misinformation, malinformation, disinformation. These are some of the things that DHS has recently said that is actually accurate. However, they are using what we actually did in DHS in the government by fighting terrorism, and they aimed it against Americans. This is hybrid warfare. This is stirring the pot, all right? With social media, well, once again, it's an intelligence gathering tool, propaganda spreader, computer virus spreader, like Stutzniks, can be sent from one Twitter account to the other. Communicate with paramilitary, military groups, uh, terrorist organizations. You can use social media to personally bankrupt and defame world leaders to the point that they are forced out of office. With one or two clicks of the social media infrastructure, you could spread everything that has been known through WikiLeaks or Epstein's Island and within itself destroying the entire infrastructure of a world order. 
and actually bring to the knees an entire world order. Just imagine if we were able to find, or if the Russians were able to find, the communications between the Ukrainians, the British, the Norwegians, the Swedes, um, the Americans, on who said what, did what, communicated what, and used what assets to destroy Nord Stream. Russia is working on that right now and says that they have full hard proof that it was a special warfare group, a Navy special warfare group from the Brits, so most likely the SAS. All right, this is hybrid warfare. Another part of hybrid warfare is the ability to actually take down grids. All right, don't ever take that off the, uh, off the table. Much worse than mutually assured destruction is uh, – and. Not just mutually assured destruction through um, nuclear fire, but mutually assured destruction through generational warfare. Imagine if we had enemies within the United States who were cooperating with enemies outside the United States to cause a generational warfare where they could actually manufacture another civil war. And while we're busy killing each other, they're busy circling the wagons and buying up every piece of real estate that there's not a body to possess anymore. All right. This is the new type of hybrid war. You don't have to storm the beaches and conquer anymore. If you get your uh, enemies to kill themselves. You know, this is a, this is the new warfare that we're getting in. Uh, The objective is conflating, um, but it's, it's kinetic tools and non-kinetic tactics. Explain it is explain kinetic. So once again, kinetic is dropping bombs and shooting bullets. All right. The objective of conflating the kinetic tools and non-kinetic tactics um, is to inflict damage on a belligerent state in a optimal manner. So with North Korea, all right, the little fat man on the street who keeps shooting his bottle rockets at his neighbors. If we used social media to influence a rebellion within that little hermit kingdom to overthrow him. And we never fired a bullet that is hybrid warfare, which is the reason why you have countries like China, Russia, Iran, um, and also North Korea who don't allow any outside influence within their internet. Isn't that strange? Well, that's what's coming here. So, courtesy of the Journalism Competition and Protection Act. Absolutely. Which is hybrid warfare. Killing off the First Amendment. Um, let me ask you a question about hybrid warfare. Would that include... Uh, let me explain it first. And I've done this before, but, you know, we have a growing audience, so I think it bears repeating. A guy named Seligman back in the 60s did a study and if you're a dog lover you're not going to like it but let's take the meaning from it i don't advocate hurting dogs but let's i have three of them myself but listen ladies and gentlemen this is what we learned from seligman he took a dog and put it on an electric grid shocked it and the dog showed escapability in phase one phase two he erected a barrier around the grid shocked the dog incessantly and repeatedly and eventually the dog stopped trying to escape and just passively accepted its fate while it continued to be shocked phase three he takes down the grid 
and shocks the dog and the dog doesn't move. He pronounced this phenomenon psychologically as learned helplessness and he spread this to analyzing why humans in situations that could improve their lives choose not to because they're conditioned to learned helplessness. Is hybrid warfare tied into Seligman's notion of learned helplessness? Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. And and that's this is where we have the key question with learned helplessness. Between the costs and the risks of the outcome of war, I want to ask you a question, Dave. Is it possible that we can have a war without direct combat or um, direct physical confrontation taking place um, and have a successful campaign? Well, yeah, there's three ways to take over a country. You can do it social, politically, you can do it economically, and you can do it militarily, or you can do a combination of two of the three or all three. That's right. And that is what we're seeing happening in the Eastern Front with Ukraine and Russia. But it's spilling over into the UK. It's spilling over into the West in America. China is insulated from it uh, while they have the ability to be insulated from it. But uh, even Sun Tzu said this, you know, the, the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting, right? To make the enemy um, believe that you are winning without ever risking life. That is, uh, that's kind of where we're at. You know, I think it's the story of Gideon, uh, mm-hmm. where uh, Gideon surrounds the army. And, uh, you know, every man has a torch, and so they look like they have this you know, really impressive-sized army, and they're all shouting and yelling, and the army uh, runs off in the middle of the night. Um, that is hybrid warfare. That is psychological warfare, right? Uh, but these exploits have a threshold, and there is a detection level and also a ambiguity uh, attribution level to this. And the state actors who are doing this, once found, once perpetrated, or the sponsoring agency is anyways, like the State Department or CIA, because it's never going to be one of those one of those agencies directly doing it. They're going to use third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh party factors, right? Uh, once it is found that the parent agency or the parent nation was the one that was um, perpetrating this act. What can you really do? Because they didn't shoot a, they didn't shoot a rocket at you. They didn't storm your beach. You know, uh, it, this is this is where America has been so successful. We were successful in Venezuela and causing uh, the storm that happened there. This is how we got Gaddafi in Libya. This is how. This is how we uh, helped turn Iraq against Saddam. This is how we're right now attacking the mullahs in Iran and trying to start a revolution. But the problem is, is that some countries will launch the nuclear weapon on you for doing such a thing, right? This is what we also did in Syria, okay? It works. Let me ask you, Dave, if it was used against Americans— to that same amount of application where they attempted 
to create a civil war, um, a rebellion, do you think it would still work in America after January 6th has happened? Because I think people are more cautious. I hope so, right? Well, I'll go back to the learned helplessness aspect. When Merrick Garland arrests pastors for praying on the sidewalk and Alex Jones is fined $2 billion for exercising free speech, no matter how ill-advised, the message is your actions don't make a difference. You live in an unpredictable world. You have no rights and you never know when we're going to come down on you. And yeah. and that's that, that induces learned helplessness, which is why I, people ask me the question a lot. Dave, why did the people in the 60s take to the streets, like the Democratic Convention in 1968 in Chicago? People went nuts in the streets, so did the police, in retaliation. But but people were saying, we're not taking this crap anymore. And we're not seeing that defiance today. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. The reason is hybrid warfare and all the spinoff effects like learned helplessness. Yeah, I, I mean, that's... Until you need to push the envelope, it's the best option. You know, nobody is going to nuke China for doing what they're doing against America right now. But China is the most harmful thing to Americans. More harmful than Joe Biden is China. But we uh, we are in the back pocket of China with our politicians, with our big business. Um so because of that, the benefactors of America, the military industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industrial complex, um, the, the big Fortune 500 companies, everybody has something that is at this point in time manufactured in China. So are they going to budge? No. Are they going to wave the American flag and talk about patriotism on July 4th and Veterans Day? Absolutely. And they're going to keep stamping made in China on all their goods, even though half of them, the, qual uh, the quality control is dangerous, filled with pesticides or uh, chemical irritants. And then the other half of it is that, you know, talk about hybrid warfare. What if China just refused to send us all of our psychological drugs, our antidepressants or Xanax? It's coming. Our, ben our benzodiapines. Doug, it's not going to matter, though, because even if China sends them with what's coming, the trifecta of the energy industry after the election, they won't get to market. Well, I mean, if we don't get gas, it ain't going nowhere. That's what I'm saying, exactly. You take away diesel, you take away rail, game over. Yeah. And then you add to the fact that uh, I've got it on good authority that China has signed a secret deal with Saudi Arabia and other Arab nations like the Arab Emirates uh, for exclusive oil. Exclusive oil. That means we're not talking a two million barrel cut from the Saudis. We're talking a complete boycott from the Saudis. That's coming. That's what I'm being told by my sources is coming. So what's the next phase in this then? What do you see coming? Well, there's going to be utter destitution. You're going to have massive civil unrest. People will go emotionally from zero to 60 instantly, but they don't know who to direct their anger at because most people are too stupid to understand that it's Biden and his policies that are responsible. 
but the people will prey on each other. If I need food for my kids, I can kill you in getting it. And we're going to see an uptick of this. Um, and this is the further breakdown of America. I mean, a lot of what we're going through right now is what Mao did with the Mao Cultural Revolution, where he unseated China from the bottom up, took away basic traditions and protections that they had previously, and just attacked the people like crazy on a political and social level. This is what's happening to America right now. But now you add in the fact that basic sustenances could be gone before Christmas. This is how right. serious this is. This could happen before Christmas. And if that happens, all hell's going to break loose. I believe the continuity of government provisions could be enacted and the cities will be encircled. Uh, no one in, no one out because of the civil right. unrest. And this is why Eisenhower created the uh, uh, hey, the, the uh, interstate highway system. Hey, I, I just want to say we've sent a lot of our military supplies to Ukraine. Did anyone ever stop to ask how much of our food supplies we sent to Ukraine? No. How much of our medical supplies? No. But no. we're sending our it's we're all, sending it's, our diesel. We do know that. It's it's all out of country. It's whatever it is that we have is not enough for probably Washington D.C. That's all they ever make enough of for anyway. Yeah. Um, well. I go back to what I've been saying a lot recently. I interviewed J.R. Nyquist. It was a real short 26-minute TV interview because we both had things going on. But I said, J.R., so much is going on. I need to get you on for some brief comments. And one of the things he talked about in response to some of the scenarios we're bringing up, he said the Chinese are committed to exterminating Americans using biological weapons. And if you recall, Doug, it was myself, the late Paul Martin, and John Moore that got a hold of the Wee Fang transcript in his speech to the CCP in 2017, where he basically called for the use of race-specific bioweapons to be used against Americans, sparing the 14 million Chinese currently in the United States. Uh, this yeah. is their official state policy. The previous two defense ministers in China dating back to 2003 are on record having said the same thing. So why we're in this state of flux and chaos and suffering and eventually people will turn this towards the government, that's when the UN comes in under the Kigali principles that Obama signed us on to illegally in December of 2016 without senatorial approval. You need Senate's approval to okay a treaty and the Chinese will be part of this and I believe that's when they'll bring in the biologicals. And, J and I think this fits into JR's, um, uh, I think it fits into Jeff Nyquist's scenario. Yep, absolutely. Um, we're talking about an age where the, uh, the laws of war are not going to be applicable. Because nobody started the war. America was just in a downfall. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about hybrid warfare? <clears throat> COVID. That was the beginning. Absolutely. COVID served multiple purposes, and this is so new world already of these people because they do things for multiple goals. But um, I'm going to say this again, and folks, I'm right. I proved it in 2014. I said on a manifest that Hunter Biden and Devin Archer boarded Air Force Two, and they took an unknown pathogen to Wuhan. That's what I called it. Now, later, Paul Preston from Agenda 21 Radio came out 
and said, Dave, you're right. And not only that, all six of the crew members died mysterious deaths. And so that was the beginning. So then the Wuhan flu comes to America because Trump is kicking the butt of the Chinese militarily and economically. The World Economic Forum, the United Nations, they want Trump out because they want their new world order. So America must fall. So they brought in the Wuhan flu that led to ballot boxes unsupervised, all the practices that stole the election of 2020 to get Trump out and get their boy Biden in. By the way, there's evidence coming out now in print. My sister-in-law was telling us about this. Uh, evidence coming out that Biden's been under the control of the Chinese, not for a few years, not going back to the Ukraine days and and, and into China during 2012, 2014, but decades Decades he's been into China for millions of dollars, and he's their boy, and they wanted him in, and the Chinese are going to, you know, basically play games with the Dominion voting machines to screw up this election. Mark my words, folks. Right now, 80% of the country would vote against the Democrats, but you'll never see it in the election because they're going to cheat. The Chinese need the Democrats to be in control to facilitate the takeover of this country and the extermination of American citizens. Yep. You know, I, uh, I have nothing good to say. Oh, there's, I have nothing good to say. There, there's not, there is nothing to, I mean, let me give you an example here. This is how backwards things are in Arizona. In Arizona is a barometer for the nation right now. Um, they have these open ballot boxes, unguarded, totally unguarded. I mean, it's like walking into a bank and the vault's open and you're going to make a withdrawal and you can just take whatever you want. That's the analogy. But here, here's what happens. We've caught people on tape. They've been photographed and videotaped putting multiple ballots in these ballot boxes. Okay, unmistakable proof, just like the 20 or the 2,000 mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Okay, so they have that. So people who are well-intentioned show up to enforce, you know, the sanctity of these ballot boxes and to further videotape people's license plates, which they're covering up now when they do this crap, and videotape them doing the act. So here's what's happening. Now the DOJ is going to get involved and they're going to arrest anyone who's on the sidewalk so many feet. I think it's 500 feet away you have to be or 300 feet away. Uh, and, and they say they're going to arrest them. Even though a federal judge came out yesterday and said these people have the right to do what they're doing to monitor the ballot boxes. But see, the whole thing is about paramilitary people trying to suppress the vote and nothing about fake ballots being put into the ballot box. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yep. It's, it's all about uh, distraction. Every bit of it is about distraction. They want to completely distract us from what they're doing. And it's working. It's working. The The ability to divide Americans' interest and to, to divide our attention as a whole is working. Um, I, I don't want to say America currently is a conglomeration of stupid people. But it sure does feel like it's sometimes. Ignorant and stupid. Yeah, I'm... Look, at there's 20 percent of the country is awake. People that are awake. Yeah, 20 percent of us are really awake. 50 percent know there's something wrong and the rest could care less. Yep. And that's why we're in the mess we're in. Well, 
you know, 2024, if America is still viable by that time, what are we going to be able to do on the world stage? If our economy collapses, we're in a depression, we've started a civil war, we have lost the faith of our allies on the world scale, uh, we've been knocked down as uh, no longer being the um, the front runner for the uh, the international monetary fund, so the petrol dollar is no longer the leading uh, form of currency. What effectively is America? Well, do you think we're taken off? Do you think we're taken off the map at that point, no, or do you no, think it's, uh, not until the Chinese come? Uh, well, I've said this pretty consistently in the last week. I've looked at behavior like this in situations like this around the globe, and typically what happens is you have enclaves that begin to develop self-protective communities. They develop their own internal economic system, whether it be trading and bartering or a combination of Bitcoin, whatever it would be, and they don't allow anyone to come in. The police are afraid to go in. The military would be afraid to go in uh, because you basically have stay-and-quit societies within the country. Uh, but eventually, you're going to start to see these enclaves uh, begin to unite. And when they begin to unite, so let's say Denver and Colorado Springs unite, just for the sake of argument, then they start turning their attention to the people who have caused this, and that's when the Chinese get called. That's, that's how I see this. We'll have a stay-and-quit mentality first. Communities will pool resources uh, it'll be basically local martial law. They'll guard their own neighborhoods because this has gone on around the world. Somalia is really the best case example for this. And then secondarily, the no-go zones in Sweden and France also illustrate a lot of what I'm talking about. It only works if it gets worse, right? Okay, yeah, that's that's yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. It only works. This this plan only works. If we fall for it and if we don't prepare for it, well, but if we if we prepare for it, at least we can put up a good enough fight. I, I don't think this is going to be a traditional civil war, and I don't think no. I don't think, first of all, the powers that be are going to let it get to that point, because there will come a time when armed military personnel with substantial weapons, those that are still in the country will turn with the people. There will come that time. But it's going to be later rather than sooner, and I think it's going to be a case of too little, too late. Uh, you know, the bottom line is, folks, um, we turned our back on God. He's turned his back on us. We murder babies. Or I should say the Democrats murder babies. And you should ask yourself this question. If they'll murder babies, who won't they murder? And then when you realize the answer to that question, then you'll realize everything we're saying here today is true. Doug, we got about 30 seconds left. We posed the issue. I would say get right with Jesus. I know you agree with me on that, Doug. Uh, you need to pray for redemption, the Holy Spirit to come in, work a miracle, organize Christians to fight against this tyranny and make this not be the end days. Okay, having said that, Doug, just in the brief time we have left, we have 20 seconds. Tell people how to listen to your various outlets where you broadcast from. So if you just go to www.americanvindictiveshow.com, on the first page it'll show you all the different podcast venues. Also, we're on Red um, – I almost said Red Bull because I'm drinking one. Uh, on Rumble, um, also on uh, YouTube for now until they completely kill me on YouTube. Um, please help support the show. Please help support uh, the Doug and Dave Intel Report and the commonsense show com. 
And uh, if you like what you hear, spread it. That's the best way to fight this war right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the choice is yours. I, I think Jesus is the only answer right now because we don't have the wherewithal to turn around what's coming. It just we don't have it. We're outnumbered, we're outgunned, and we're outpositioned. So uh, the, the ultimate enemy for these people is the Holy Spirit, and that's why they're persecuting Christians. And on that train, note, train, prep, and pray. Train, prep, and pray is exactly right. Doug, thanks for coming on again. And uh, this is the Doug and Dave Intel Report on the Common Sense Show. Signing off. We'll see you all back here next time. Thanks for joining us.